Hello, and again, welcome to BitDepth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is... Uh, Alex Sanchez. How do we know each other? Um, you come to my open mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there was you... one time that you were like, my close friend. And I was like, hmm, let's yeah. make that a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. And we're, we're well on our way. <laughs> um, so what do you do? Uh, I do stand-up comedy. Why? <laughs> um, because, oh my God, that was terrible. <laughs> because I have to or I'll die, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a very specific brain illness that requires me to do stand-up. Same for music, honestly. Yeah, I get it's... it. <laughs> um, when did you first realize or, or know that like, oh, I have to do this. Well, I had always been like, I'd always done bits and been funny or whatever, mm. uh, just in my normal life. But I thought that what I wanted to do was music. Mm. So I came here to ACM mm-hmm. and spent four years. Woo. Yeah. Realizing <laughs> that I didn't have the same brain disease as you. Uh, <laughs> And then I started doing stand-up and found out that that was my brain disease. Yeah. Um, you, you were close. You were, like, stage performing. Right. Yeah. Close enough. One time, Than Medlam was like, "It, you're good on stage, but it doesn't seem like you care about singing. <laughs> and I was like, no, I, I do. Uh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know. But yeah. Then I realized, oh, no. Yeah, he was right. And that was two <laughs> years into my degree. Right. Well, <laughs> that I still had to finish. I greatly appreciate Than's honesty and. Oh, uh, me too. Than uh, is an angel and a hero. Yes, I'm pretty sure he's Jesus. Oh, absolutely. He is. He was so patient with me <laughs> um, during my very embarrassing rap phase. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I'm so grateful to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. What's sort of your well? First, let's start. Why did you want to do music in the first place? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to listen to it, and I've always loved singing mm. um, and performing. So, I mean, it, look, it, music is a close second for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's something I like doing, but I am not willing to put the work into the sure, craft sure. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, because, like, I always kind of ask about, like, the time from, like, high school into college mm-hmm. whenever you're pressured yeah. to pick something to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, what was it that made you go, well, I have to do something. Yeah. Guess I'll do music. Well, it was because um, I what I wanted to do was teach rock and roll history okay yeah yeah because that's a very that's when you're like 17 that's Mm. like the coolest thing you can ever imagine doing um hey kids y'all heard of stevie wonder right exactly (laughs) um but then i got here and like there wasn't really a program for that which is Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense (laughs) Uh, so i was like well do vocals um because that's how you get into a school is by auditioning in some way. And yeah. I have always abhorred business. Mm. I wasn't going to take music business because business should be a swear word. <laughs> um, so, 
Yeah. So I came here mm-hmm. and I liked it yeah. a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so then transitioning into comedy, mm-hmm. how did you first do, like, when did you first start doing comedy proper, I guess? Uh, my first show was actually emceeing um, <laughs> for my friend's band. Okay. They did a show in Tulsa. And uh, they just sort of trusted me and they were like, hey, you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, I got jokes. Um, And it went well. Okay. Everyone liked them, but I still, and then I didn't do comedy for another, you know, year, Mm. year and a half. (laughs) And then I started doing mics. Started at Public Access, actually. It was my first open mic I ever went to. (laughs) Um, And then that was it. And now you own it. And yeah, it's now mine. I own it. <laughs> <laughs> if if ownership of that is even a, a, a concept. But. Um, I just, I don't think it is. I think I get bullied too much there for it to be considered ownership. I think maybe at this point, Cary Grant probably owns. Cary Grant, yeah. <laughs> I'm like the queen of public access, but Cary Grant's the prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter who's, who's on or no. anything. If she raises her hand, it's like. Yes, Carrie Grant. Yes, Carrie Grant. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's excellent. <laughs> I can't believe it's so. I mean, Carrie Grant is single handedly probably responsible for most of my growth as a performer, <laughs> just because she's made me able to really roll with the punches. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so it's a pretty good sign yeah. whenever you're first. MC thing goes well. Yeah. So what made you sort of keep going after that? Because you you didn't do it for a while. I didn't do it for a while. I got lazy. Um, (laughs) You know, I had stuff to do. Uh, But then I I was like, okay, no, I really got to buckle down and like do it. Mm -hmm. And then I started going to open mics and stuff. And I just, from there, you know, you do one and it goes well. You have to do another one, yeah, because you're like, oh, this this yeah. is great. I'm great at then this. Then you're addicted, right? You're addicted. <laughs> uh, and then your second, if your first set goes well, you usually eat shit your second mm, set, okay? Because you're way too confident yeah. in jokes that are half baked. Sure. And what made the one work the first time was that you were very nervous, and everyone could tell and was on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so who are some of your comedy heroes? Um, and also friends. (laughs) Well, do you mean locally or generally? Uh, generally. Generally, my comedy heroes are, I mean, the first guy I ever remember being like, oh no, comedy's good, uh, (laughs) was Dimitri Martin. That first Dimitri Martin special that every nerd had their brain exploded by that special mm. because we were right on the cusp of never having heard of Mitch Hedberg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, Demetri Martin was amazing. Um, Mitch Hedberg. I like, uh, Eugene Merman's up is phenomenal. Mm. He's just real weird. Um, Eddie Pepitone, Chelsea Peretti, uh, Actually, the first, the first stand-up special that I ever like watched on repeat <laughs> was Ellen DeGeneres's 2004 oh, wow. special. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it it was masterful. Her first, her opening line in that 
<laughs> blew me away at the time. It was, uh, it's great. You know, I'm so glad you're all here. Um, there's a lot of people with a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different, you know, creeds and colors, but one thing brings us all together. We're all gay, <laughs> <laughs> which as a thing to say in 2004. Oh yeah. Very different than saying it in 2018. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's like a, I guess there's like genres mm. of comedy. Um, are there genres that like just don't do it for you? Um, I don't know if I would say that there are whole genres of comedy that don't do it for me. Because what if, I mean, to talk about genres of comedy, I mean, I guess there's like, what, there's like slapstick, there's mm, politics, sure. there's puns, uh, there's situations uh, I, a lot of racial. Oh, well, yeah. Look, it's, yeah. it's going away now yeah. lately, but it's. Still I mean, there. look, I, th- I I think racism is bad. <laughs> uh, I think it is bad to be bigoted, but I I think that any I guess genre or I I would call it more like tools. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there aren't any that I think are bad. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Because, I mean, there is a vast difference between Dimitri Martin and, like, Dave Chappelle. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> that's true. And it would be really interesting to see Dave Chappelle try to do a Dimitri Martin shtick. <laughs> oh, just Dave Chappelle doing one line? Yeah, exactly. That would hamstring his whole thing because he's all about being loose. Yeah, yeah. It's a story mm-hmm. and everything. So, But, but it would be, like, a, a different approach. So mm-hmm. what's your approach to writing jokes because again that's a different thing Mm -hmm. taking like a Chappelle approach which is like hey there's something funny in here let's flesh it out versus Dimitri Martin is like every single word needs to be in the exact place Dimitri Martin's jokes are mathematically precise yeah (laughs) uh and just geometrically perfect (laughs) (laughs) My strategy for writing jokes, usually I will write jokes in the car mm. when I'm by myself and bored. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I will, if I think it's funny, I will call my brother <laughs> and say, Nick, I had a thought. And he'll tell me either that's something or that's nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then I'll go home and flesh it out if I need to, or just keep the nugget and talk about it on stage at the next mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And flesh it out there. Mm. Um, have you ever had nuggets that are like, no, no, that's nothing. You're like, no, fuck you. This is this is a good joke, damn it. Um, I think so, actually. <laughs> I can't think of any. I'm going to look at my notes right now to see if I can uh, <laughs> come up with one. Um Hmm. And I mean, not really. <laughs> I I don't I can't find any. I usually trust his uh Okay, yeah. yeah. Um So where do you want to get to as a comedian? I mean, I I would like to move to New York. I've been saying okay. that actually since I 
lived here <laughs> since I went to ACM. Because mm-hmm. um, my brother lives in New York. He okay. got a full ride to NYU. Wow. Yeah, to study <laughs> like comedy writing and political science. So we want to just move up there and then mm-hmm. do comedy together until one or both of us is dead. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, well, let's talk so career about wise, I mean, I Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, no, finish that thought. So I guess <laughs> career wise, I want to just be good enough at comedy that I can make a living in New York, whatever sure. that means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, doing the road and mm-hmm. writing for a, sh- I would like to write for a TV show. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yeah. Uh, okay. So, Talk about your brother. You mm-hmm. call him for all your jokes. Yeah. That's crucial. Yeah. <laughs> um, so your relationship is really important. Yeah. So. We're, we're really close, my brother and I. Um, he's like, we, we're constantly competing with each other mm. um, to be the funnier one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's mm, so close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't want to say on record whether he's funnier than me because that's never something I would admit to. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, but he is taller than me and that is just makes me furious because mm. he's my younger brother. Oh, okay. Uh, and so <laughs> it's unacceptable. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I know that rivalry. I have, I have two older brothers, mm-hmm. um, but it's a different dynamic being the younger brother right. than being the older brother. Yeah. Because... Whenever you're the younger brother, it's like you have to try to measure up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, my older brothers are always going to be smarter than me <sighs> somehow That's in some way. Up. And it's like, even if you, you know how I it get is. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then how is it on the other side? It's like if your younger brother is like. Like, he's stunting on you. He's definitely stunting <laughs> on me, is the thing. Is he got to move to New York before I did. Mm. Um, he's doing better than me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he tends to be more stable generally, um, but he's also less... Uh, he, he understands emotions less. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think it's yeah. fair to say uh, about people you really care about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what's the dynamic between doing comedy by yourself and then doing sort of like a duo thing? That's a good, that's a really good question because as uh, I don't, this may have been before your time, but mm-hmm. I used to host the mic with a partner. Okay. Um, William Ogletree, also a former ACM uh, alum. That name rings a bell. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why in a second. Mm. Um, we met here actually at mm-hmm. ACM and lived together for five years. Sure. Uh, we did everything together. We ran the open mic together. We started comedy together. Um, and then he died mm. uh, in October of 2017 or okay. in August of 2017. And then I had to do the mic myself from yeah. then on. And I'd kind of never done anything by myself mm-hmm. before then. Yeah. Um, I'd always been either with my brother or with Will. Mm-hmm. So I had to really <clears throat> sort of learn how to be a person. Yeah. And that took, what day is it? Uh, <laughs> I'm still, I'm just now starting to break out of the chrysalis. I had to build myself mm-hmm. to figure out how to be a person by yeah, myself. Yeah. Um, I actually had taken a class with 
him. You took um, a class with Will? Yeah. That's um, great. Not at ACM, but actually at UCO. Okay. Uh, we took history of video game music together. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's so great. Um, And that was actually the class that uh, I started in vocal music ed, and then I went to music production. That was the class mm-hmm. that I was like, yeah, I want to make music for video games. Yeah. Like, this is... That's the point. And so That's I great. was just like, yeah, let me just change majors two years in. Yeah. That's a great idea. Classic. Yeah. Classic move. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so then how – what were the first sort of lessons that you learned whenever you didn't have someone to riff off of? I learned how to make the audience my partner. Okay. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, feed off their energy instead of feeding off my friend's energy. Yeah. And to not be afraid of silence because mm-hmm. that can work to your advantage if you let people pause and ruminate on something mm-hmm. and then you drop it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, just a lot of learning how to take care of my own shit, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um I as a like songwriter myself, I mm. find words to be really important. Yeah. Um Do you think it's necessary to like I guess study comedy to like get better or do you just like have to just keep doing it? Like there's a difference between like practicing and like studying. Well, uh, that's tough because my whole life up until (laughs) I started doing comedy was spent studying comedy. Mm -hmm. And then now that I do it, I don't watch that much stand up. Mm -hmm. I I just – I don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, It doesn't do the same thing for me and I probably should. But I think that you should do your research first. Mm Mm-hmm. Learn as much as you can. Spend all that time watching and listening and learning and writing and doing all that while you still mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then use everything you gleaned to become good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like this notion about like writing that you kind of have to be like educated, quote unquote. Is mm-hmm. there like do you need to like oh read the literature of like Moby Dick and all this no. nonsense like no <laughs> you don't really need to be that well versed in the western canon um mm-hmm. because most people aren't yeah you really all, the, the only cultural research you need to do is into what connects with the audience you're trying to reach mm. yeah yeah um like something I've been challenging myself to do lately is listening to music that's on the charts and keeping up with like mm. pop culture stuff. Yeah. Um, because that's what connects. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you deal with bombing? <laughs> mm. I, um, I don't, bomb a lot uh, <laughs> i ne- i sort of straight flexing on everyone well, over here look, no, it kidding. doesn't feel great <laughs> it doesn't feel great i got a lot of when i first started out especially i got a mm. lot of shit from other comics mm. for not really having tasted of the fruit mm. um, yeah yeah 
because it's a crucial part of it. Sure. Um, honestly, I didn't start really bombing until I was like a year in. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I, I think I'm worse now at comedy than I was when I was six months in. Hmm. Um, but, uh, I, when I do bomb and it does happen, mm-hmm. um, I just, it doesn't, I think I'm realizing now that it doesn't really affect me that much. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just think, oh boy, they did not like what I had to, to sure, offer. Yeah, yeah. They were not into me. Well, better figure out, you know, and then I just either tweak a joke or mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that is an interesting thing because um like so often in in art and music and stuff, like there's this notion of well, I'm just making it for me. So if they don't like it, like they can just fuck off. Like I'm just doing me. Mm-hmm. Comedy's quite possibly the opposite oh, where it's man. like at, the only thing that matters is if they're laughing. Right. <laughs> right. It is the finest line between art and entertainment mm-hmm. for sure. Because if you are saying a bunch of stuff that's really smart, but no one is laughing, mm-hmm. even if you're right, you're still a huge dipshit because you couldn't do jokes. Sure. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you turned into Bill Maher mm. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, but there is still a, a way of like being smart on stage or being mm-hmm. like social commentary. So how do you turn smart into funny? <sighs> that's a, <laughs> I mean, that's a, oh, that's a really good question. I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have one joke where I talk about Atlas Shrugged <laughs> and I say that, um, sucking your own dick is basically what Atlas Shrugged was Mm -hmm. about. Just a bunch of rich guys who moved to the mountains to suck themselves off. Uh, And that works on me because... Because you know about it. Yeah. Um, I once listened to the entire, like, week-long audio book. Holy shit. Yeah. How old old were you? Uh, I think 19. Did it... Okay, that's good. You were already a person by then, so you didn't become a libertarian out of it. Uh, Like, there was stuff that I, like... I was like, all right, those are good points, mm-hmm. but you're also an asshole. Right. Yeah. Cool. I read Atlas Shrugged <laughs> when I was like 14. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. it ruined my personality <laughs> for like the rest of high school. Sure, yeah. It just fucked me all the way up. <laughs> um, but I realized that that's not a joke that works on everybody. Mm. So I I have an alternate tag <laughs> and I always use both. <laughs> mm. I always say, that's like Atlas Shrugged. Not a lot of readers. Okay. Sucking your own dick, that's like the most American thing you can do. Wait, no, it's not. The most American thing you can do is when you're in the drive-thru and you dump out the cup that's in your cup holder to make room in your cup holder for another soda that you're about to get from the drive-thru. <laughs> that is really good, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and you are and It taking, brings it back. Yeah, you're taking, I guess, stuff from Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> right. But it's not the same. Right. Um, so, I guess... Earlier we were talking about, I guess, styles or genres. What would you even consider your style to be? No worries. 
No worries. I'm going to continue to answer the question. Um, I honestly, I tr- try not to think about it. Yeah. Um, as I'm, if I start going down that road, then I'll limit the kind of jokes that I'm willing to write. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I started out as way more of a one-liner oriented guy, mm-hmm. but that's just because it's harder to write longer jokes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now I'm, I think I'm a lot looser and I trust myself a lot more and I trust the audience a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that this is getting like a little bit weirder, but bring it down. Do you think that the personalities of, the performers can be separate from like their content, you know, the, like do you separate art from the artist? And there's a context for that with like Kanye, but like now with like Louis CK. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you, you can't separate art from artists. Mm. Um, because when terrible people make great art, that just and it's usually people who are in a position of of some kind of privilege or who use their mm-hmm. power to sort of mm-hmm. keep other people it's well i guess i'll just talk specifically with louis ck sure sure um i won't separate louis ck because if his thing was that he constantly jacked off in front of female comics mm-hmm. then think about for every louis special we got that everybody uh jerked him off about think mm-hmm. of how many female comics stopped doing comedy because they hated being jerked off in front of. Yeah. Uh, It's not worth it. It's Mm -hmm. never worth it. Yeah. But it's so hard whenever like, when it's it's something you grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. When it's something that you sort of hold dear, Mm -hmm. that can be tough. That's really, really tough. Luckily. I mean, I never really had much of a connection to Louie. I mean, I always, I was like, Oh wow, this guy's, Hey, good, good jokes, brother. Mm-hmm. But I was never like, Louis the one. He's the guy. He's going to save comedy. Right. Um, just, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, well, speaking of like saving comedy, uh, what, what impact has social media had on the stand-up sphere? I don't – I can't answer that because I didn't start until 2012. Okay. And yeah. I was already addicted to posting by then. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really – I mean I started on Twitter. Everyone starts writing yeah, jokes yeah. on Twitter. Well, everyone thinks they – Well, right. Are <laughs> funny on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so then how does social media like fit into your equation of being a comedian? It's the only way to promote. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, there's, dude, nobody, cause nobody leaves their house anymore. Yeah. Um, and even <laughs> when they do, they're looking at social media. So that's gotta be the thing you promote on. Mm-hmm. Um, I use Twitter to test out jokes mm-hmm. if I, you know, um, but sometimes things are just a tweet and not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes the, like the whole thing is contained in the, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of like tweets better than jokes because <laughs> I, I like the math of it. I like yeah, having yeah. to be that precise. And I can, for some reason, never make myself do that with stage material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's also like the time that you spend and like looking at a tweet, mm-hmm. like that medium 
works yeah. as a tweet. Yep. But saying it out loud is not the same. Doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> always work. Um, there's also jokes that only work visibly and not yep. audibly. audibly. Yep. <laughs> um, what advice do you have for other comics that want to start out? I, I would never presume to give someone who's already a comic advice mm. just because I got to keep my eyes on my own paper. I'm not doing <laughs> mics as much as I should. Like I, I'm, you know, but if somebody wants to start doing comedy, mm-hmm. I mean, my only advice is just, uh, you just got to do it. You just got to go to open mics. Don't even perform at your first one. Just go and watch, mm-hmm. find someone who you think you're funnier than <laughs> and obsess about them mm-hmm. until the next week when you do your set. Mm-hmm. That should motivate you to be like, well, if that guy's doing it, I can fucking do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you are a white guy who wants to start comedy, just think about it for a second. Just, <laughs> just think about if we need it, if we need your voice, <laughs> do you have new stuff to say? Just, just think about it. That's actually really, uh, I, I have two like trains of thought there. Uh, let's, let's go with the latter just because, mm-hmm. um, does there just need to be less white guys <sighs> performing or doing comedy or even like, I mean, music for that matter. Like, <laughs> yes, but only proportionally. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, and I, 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 ju- I, I wish that more people who aren't white guys would have the kind of confidence that white guys have. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because that's the kind of confidence you need to start doing stand up. Sure. And if you never reach white guy confidence, <laughs> you might never do stand up. Yeah. So I guess I would encourage anyone who's not a straight white guy, get yourself some straight white guy confidence, get on stage and make people listen to something they haven't heard about a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the the other one is like work ethic. How do you grind as a comedian? What, what is what is the work? <laughs> the work is writing every day and doing a mic every night. Mm-hmm. That's the ideal. That's what yeah, you yeah. should be doing. Um, and if you can do more than one mic a night, do that. Like mm-hmm. now it is incredibly hypocritical for me to say that <laughs> because I do one mic a week, mm-hmm. the one that I'm forced to go to because I host it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I said, I'm also in chrysalis mode right now and I'm about to burst out <laughs> this, uh, this upcoming summer, the boys back, baby. Okay. I'm going to remind all these kids, uh, cause there's a bunch of people who've started doing stand up that don't know mm-hmm. that I'm the best at it. <laughs> um, there, there is a very competitive nature to it that, mm-hmm. that I guess I hadn't really noticed. Because uh, as a musician, it is very like uh, there's a lot of camaraderie. Oh, because yeah. Because we're all like it's all individual like, oh, I'm doing this and you're doing that mm-hmm. and I like what you're doing. And like we all like support each other. But, like, with comedy, it, it is a bit like, yeah, but can I be funnier? Right. I, look, <laughs> y- that's the problem is that 
there is a ton of camaraderie in the Oklahoma City comedy mm-hmm. community. We all really support each other. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I really saw that when Will died. Everybody mm. came out. People I hadn't talked to. It was it was really nice. Mm. Um, but there is a certain element of you watch something, you're like, ah, I'm funnier than that guy. Yeah, yeah. I could do that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's you you can't think like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it the oh the uh, the <laughs> thing. Sorry. <laughs> The thing you have to keep in mind, the the mental sort of acrobatics you have to do Mm. is you have to simultaneously hold two thoughts in your head. Mm -hmm. The thought that you are the best comedian in the world Mm -hmm. and the thought that that doesn't mean that anyone else is worse than you. Cool. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because then that gives you the confidence to do real off-the-wall stuff and push yourself, but also not be a a dick Mm -hmm. to people. Is there a a sense of like gatekeeping in like I feel like there's gatekeeping in mm-hmm. every community uh but like do you sort of feel dis- defensive if like oh I'm just like like if someone like me were like oh hey I'm gonna try and do stand up it's like no nah, you're a musician like hold on man yeah <laughs> no there is a little bit of that yeah, yeah. when people think they're and like I don't want to do no I know I know <laughs> there, there's an element of that people are like well you know I I think I could do I'm pretty funny I'm gonna go up there yeah, yeah. give it a shot and I'm like mm, that's not mm-hmm. don't <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah but then I gotta also remind myself that. Every, in every open mic, there's an element of karaoke to it. Mm-hmm. It's not not everybody is going to the open mic to try to fucking hone their craft. Sure, yeah. Some people are there to have fun, and it's not my job to make other people not have fun. Mm-hmm. Sure. In fact, mm-hmm. as the host of the mic, it's my it's the opposite. Yeah, always, always, always have make fun. people have fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, switching gears because mm. there's no good way to transition into this. Sure. What is the role of spirituality or religion in your life? <sighs> That's interesting. <laughs> um, as you know, I, I also have a podcast about spirituality, <laughs> um, The Praise Down, mm. uh, which is about Christian music and people's <laughs> sort of journey with Jesus. Mm. Um, but it honestly doesn't play a huge role in my life. Hmm. Um. I grew up in the church. My mom was a children's pastor. My sister works at a church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of have a lot of been there, done that feelings about it. Sure. Um, I sort of, you know, I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that said, I, I mean, I think about Jesus and the Bible a lot, <laughs> specifically mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, politics. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, I, I don't have to talk about the hypocrisy <laughs> of the Christian right to you. Yeah, yeah. But when I think about all the stuff I learned in church mm-hmm. about how you're supposed to help the poor and all that. Yeah. I kind of try to use that as a barometer for if an opinion I have just decided to have is good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't pray. Sure. Really. I don't meditate. I don't mm-hmm. have a practice really. I'm very spiritually I'm very messy. Sure. Um so then I guess more solid questions. Mm. What is your definition of God? 
That's a good question. Um, man, I don't that's, know. That's pretty good. The, yeah. the, 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 the weird sounds. Like, that's, just, that's, that's pretty uh, much it. Who cares? Yeah, yeah like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't know. I haven't done acid recently enough to have really an, an opinion on this, but, I mean, God is sort of expressed in the natural laws of the universe. Okay. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then I'm still trying to figure out how to phrase this as a question other than just being like free will question mark. Oh, that's fine. Uh, you did it. Uh, (laughs) no. Okay. (laughs) Care to elaborate? Because that's an uncommon answer and I agree with you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, not in like a Calvinist way where I think it's preordained by God, but I think that I mean, circumstances are going to always influence Mm -hmm. a person. Mm -hmm. Um, If a person can be influenced, Mm -hmm. then (laughs) how much free will do they have really? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, there's, there's all that nature versus nurture stuff, but I think you, I think a person is just a, a Rube Goldberg machine set in motion from the time they were born. Mm-hmm. Cool. I agree with that actually nice. quite a bit. But nice. uh still an uncommon answer on the podcast. Sure. Um so then uh where does your morality come from? Or uh, I guess in a different sense, like how do you determine what's good? Honestly, my morality comes from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um that was where I learned how to be a person. Yeah, yeah. Uh so I just try to, I don't know. <laughs> my my morality comes from the Bible and like Marxism, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Help the downtrodden, mm-hmm. um, you know, overthrow the rich. Yeah. Uh, just, you know. You know, the Bible. Basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just stuff any decent person would believe. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do we reduce the... Uh, division that has wedged between all of us politically nowadays i mean i really just i think fox news needs to be taken off the air <laughs> i just yeah. it's too powerful a propaganda machine and it has gotten too brazen with what it's willing to say to people yeah. it is an absolute radicalization tool for Mm -hmm. specifically the elderly Mm -hmm. um it's the elderly have fox news and then young people have like 4chan yeah um and gaming boards Mm -hmm. and uh twitch streams and ninja Mm -hmm. and youtube videos here's the thing yeah there's a lot of ways to radicalize people into being nazis yeah you watch one jordan peterson video uh and you're in it you know (laughs) Even even watching like a Joe Rogan video will take you to at Nazi, least like hard hard libertarian right uh, yeah <laughs> into like Nazi stuff in three clicks. It's mm. the easiest game of Hitler in the world. <laughs> um. So then, where where does it unite again? <laughs> I don't have a lot of hope for that. <laughs> I mean, it, there's 
it, it, it would require so much work. And these people aren't, once you get that far down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. um, of being able to support a guy like Trump, mm-hmm. there's n- not, it becomes harder to reason with you. Mm-hmm. because you are taught not to listen to anybody except for Donald sure. Trump and Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's hard to get people who think being a good person is stupid <laughs> yeah. to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really clashes a lot with... I mean, we're pretending that we have Christian values in right. the U.S. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, is there a way of, like, bringing that back? Like, bringing, hey, look, Christian values. Let's just go ahead and actually do that. <laughs> I think it would have to come directly from the church. Mm-hmm. But I think that Rupert Murdoch is too powerful to let that happen. <laughs> I genuinely think that. Um, I, yeah, I... I don't know. Yeah. All those uh, private jets from the uh, tithes are... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I Uh, think it would require a grassroots Christian movement. mm -hmm. And it's kind of there. I I see glimpses of it, but yeah, it's not... It's hard. It's it's got a lot to work against. Mm -hmm. But there is also a kind of... Like, while there is an extreme right, and we're seeing a lot of it, there is also an extreme left that I feel like, I guess for us in our crowds, we tend to disregard a lot. Um, yeah. Because, like, have you heard of, like, Uhuru? Mm-mm. Um, so these are essentially, like, black nationalists that, like, want to genocide all white people. Is that real? Yeah. I don't know, because white genocide is usually a right-wing talking point. Um, but if they're, I mean, I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, of course that would be. Sure, yeah. You know, if I lived, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I were that oppressed for that many centuries, mm-hmm. I think I would probably want to do that too. <laughs> so, so, I I mean, look, are they right? No. But, like, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, I guess I say so more to just, like, it's not just, it's not just, like, oh, look at this demon over here. Sure. While there's still, like, snakes and the other thing. (laughs) But, I mean, it's it's apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, I mean, first of all, the level of power Mm -hmm. and the level of, how widespread and mainstream Mm -hmm. hard right wing Nazi beliefs are. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't, there's nothing on the left that even remotely compares (laughs) to that. Sure. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, kind of bridging into comedy. Uh, is there a way of using entertainment to sort of like reel that back? Cause like, no. I, I, there's, there's like, you know, uh, SNL and stuff are trying to do like political commentary no. and stuff. And yeah. that only works on people who already agree with you. Mm-hmm. 
um, I think that there's, it needs to be community involvement. It needs to be people talking to their aunts and uncles, people going mm-hmm. to these places and talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, <laughs> I think comedy's done all it can. Sure. Yeah. Um, calling someone an orange man can yeah. only do so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just like all of the memes and all the nonsense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, going directly back into comedy, is there such a thing as selling out in comedy anymore? <laughs> Only if. Mm, no, not okay. really. Um, like going to work for Pepsi or whatever. Look, mm. every company is evil. Anybody yeah. that has enough money to pay you to do a job is evil. <laughs> <laughs> so once you understand that, it becomes a lot easier to like, just go work for Coca-Cola. Look, mm. are, is Coca-Cola doing slavery in other countries? Yes. But we live in America. Yeah. Like you don't get to make value judgments on things people do if they live in fucking mm-hmm. America. <laughs> I can't remember who it was that she was on. She was on Community, and I saw her in a Coke commercial. Yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, oh, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know you just people you got to survive, and the people who make it possible to survive mm-hmm. are the same people ruining every other country. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so does that make you, like, value, like, Ellen DeGeneres's stuff less because it's like, oh, now it's a primetime sort of thing? I'm happy yeah. for Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, yeah. She did great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have – look, now, did she get rich person disease? Yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> she, like – I can't remember. She like defended Drake or Kanye or something. And like, look, that's you get rich person disease. <laughs> uh, you lose your ability to empathize or have values or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm glad she did it. I'm proud of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that is kind of a weird thing that like lately I've been trying to like rationalize how people get to that point. Because mm-hmm. like um, Ice Cube, let's yeah. say, like. NWA, yeah, and then he's like playing a cop. A cop. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's you, you, you make enough money, mm-hmm. and you start to live in that world mm-hmm. of people who make that money, and it's a very seductive sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's just. There's no way that a human brain could ever withstand that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, do you think that, like, yeah, let's say you move to New York mm-hmm. and, like, stuff starts happening. If you get, like, a fucking residency at SNL, mm-hmm. would is there rich Alex Sanchez Oh disease. my god! Yeah, I would. I, I would become a monster. I yeah. think I would. Yeah, I, I can't. I fully can't handle it. Um, so I've I've already planned. Like, if I make too much money, 
I'll just because really what I want to do mm-hmm. it like my dream would be to go out, become real successful in comedy, mm-hmm. do it for 10 years and then whoosh, disappear mm-hmm. buy a, a house in Montana or wherever, sure. probably the middle of Canada. Like so to where <laughs> global warming will be kind of fine. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to have kids and unless I'm pretty sure they'll be able to survive in whatever right. the world is going to look like. Oh, yeah. So I'm not, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. Um, how does being Hispanic make its way into your comedy or does it not? It doesn't. Yeah. No, I have fucking, I got no culture, my man. Mm. My dad. Not me neither. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. My dad never taught us Spanish. He speaks Spanish. He just forgot. <laughs> fucking just taught us all about which superheroes are good and which ones are dumb. Mm-hmm. He's just a <laughs> nerd. Yeah. His grandma used to call him Mr. Smith because of how not Mexican he was. He won't <laughs> even eat spicy food. Wow. My mom, who is German, liked spicy food more than him. Mm. <laughs> uh, what generation, I guess, are you? Um. Well, my... I guess... Third. Okay. Because, well, my dad grew up in New Mexico and his parents... His, like, dad... His dad was from Spain... Mm-hmm. But his mom was like New Mexico Indian. Oh, okay. So he was like a first generation Mexican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind <laughs> but, of. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's Spanish plus Aztec. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but my mom's parents came here from Nazi Poland. Okay, wow. So <laughs> I'm third generation. Sure. Yeah. Um, is there even. I don't know how to phrase this question without sounding weird Go to on. someone. But it like, is there a point in culture anymore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I now more than ever, honestly, because there, America works so hard to bleach everything. Mm-hmm. America works real hard to sort of homogenize stuff. Mm. And do sushi burritos and and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what? Actually, sushi burritos is good. That's a good thing about America. But uh, I think it's important to because America doesn't have a culture. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't. Yeah. So when people move here, they need to bring stuff from their culture mm-hmm. to make America not the fucking Dharma Initiative country. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I feel like if America does have a culture, it's it's more like take a thing and turn it up to 11. Yeah. Like it's it's not so much like its own culture. Mm-hmm. It's just a filter through which stuff gets amplified. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, how how do you fight that like that bleaching, I guess? I've resigned myself to not being the guy to do it. Sure. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a guy with, uh, a lot of white culture, but very, not as many of the white privileges as an actual white mm. person. Yeah. Um, and I, I just gotta keep my eyes on my own paper and write mm-hmm. stuff about animorphs or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about public access a little bit more. Okay. Um, what is, I guess, not a, 
is there like a goal in public access? Like, what do you want it to be? I mean, it's kind of there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's nice. It's just a really welcoming place mm-hmm. where people can try out all their weirdest stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like it to be bigger, of course. Yeah. Everyone wants their thing to be bigger, but... And I wish it made me money because mm-hmm. I'm very poor, but, <laughs> you know, I, I'm uh, incredibly lucky to have what it is now. And I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I, I, I would never presume to ask for anything more. Right, right. Yeah. Um. Also, I think there's probably like a threshold for right. like bigger yep. and for still that environment fun. to still exist. Yeah. <laughs> um. Who are you, I guess, excited about in, I guess, just like the local scene? Local comedy? Uh, but also just like, yeah, public access and everything around. Um, I mean, I love your stuff. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> always a treat when you come. Um, I, the, the other musician I like a lot is Bannister Chava. I don't know if I've seen him. He's <laughs> great. He's just like a real smooth acoustic jazz boy. Okay. He did an acoustic jazz cover of snake eater for metal gear solid three hell yes dude i love that song yeah. you should have been there the first night of public access i came <laughs> out and fully sang it that's, i hit the notes too i can still oh, yeah. do it oh yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but he did you went to music school you got right. this <laughs> he did an acoustic cover of snake eater and i tell you there was not a dry seat in the house everyone was so horny from that mm. cover oh yeah <laughs> he's just, so good just made you want to climb a ladder yeah i was just <laughs> just for 20 minutes yeah <laughs> Um, comedians, I love the Martin Dupress. I mm. love those two so much. They're a, a duo that does the only good prop work I've ever seen. Hmm. I think they're geniuses. Hmm. Um, Caleb Collins also is top notch. He's amazing. Kills it every time. It's insane. It, I'm so <laughs> jealous of that. Dude. Um, Cameron Brewer has been getting real fiery mm. lately. Mm. And I like that. I'm real into where that goes. <laughs> Uh, I just, I mean, and then of course, uh, my, my two sons of public access, <laughs> Hayden Smith and Mars. Yeah. Um, they, when I move away or die, they're going to be the ones to take over the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's important to have a line of succession. I inherited the mic from Matt Rainey. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to make sure that there was <laughs> an heir in yeah. place. Um, do you think there's something, I guess, like holding back the Oklahoma scene, both in like, like arts and comedy and music. Mm -hmm. People don't trust it. Mm. People, they just, they don't want to go out to a thing if they Mm. don't know it'll be good. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I feel like for some reason people don't trust comedy in this town the way they trust music. Mm hmm. And I think that's got to be the next hurdle mm-hmm. that we get over is making something that everyone can be like, oh, holy shit. Everyone's yeah, got to yeah. go to this. Yeah. And, and even still, people don't trust music. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like there's there's some people that are like, oh, OK, well, yeah, sure. I'll go to that. I'll but go then see it's Broncho or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. The Flaming Lips. Right. Well, well yeah. <laughs> um, but even still, it's just like you, the fact that the root – is dying. It's tragic. Like, it's a great spot. Mm-hmm. It's a great place. The people are great, but it's like no one wants to come to the things. Yeah. So yeah, 
<laughs> just no one wants to leave their fucking house. Yeah. It's because, I mean, it's partially because everything is so spread out mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. Yeah. There's not an entertainment district, really. Yeah. There's not it's a 30 place. minutes to everything. It's 30 minutes to everything. Exactly. <laughs> Bricktown sucks. Yeah, um, Nobody likes Bricktown. Um, the Paseo is too small. The plaza is too small. Mm. 23rd Street is too much of a main thoroughfare. Mm. It's an exhausting to park there. Yeah. It's, there's not. I mean, even Tulsa has an entertainment district. Downtown mm-hmm. Tulsa is like a real place. Yeah. But driving sucks. Yeah. And people don't want to do it. Yeah. So they don't go to stuff. Mm. I think if this town was set up with public transportation in mind, mm-hmm. maybe that would help. <laughs> but I don't it's know. It's still like an yeah. hour to get from one end of Oklahoma City to the other yeah, end. Yeah, from like City. Norman to Edmond. Yeah. yeah. But it's still like technically Oklahoma City. It sucks so yeah. bad. There needs it, yeah. The urban sprawl in this town is criminal. It's really, really criminal. It's bad for the environment. People got to live in smaller houses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what's something about you that people don't know or don't normally know? Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question because mm-hmm. I'm pretty – open i'm pretty open about stuff yeah i'm not like a i'm not like a private guy i constantly tweet and post all of my feelings um something about me that people don't know hmm that's really um everyone knows everything about well you. it's okay no i there's no way that's true either though. right right yeah yeah um everyone knows my mom's dead uh, <laughs> um, something about me that people don't this is tough I don't I mean if they didn't know that in the first place well, you just sure. kind of like offhandedly threw it out there yeah so that's there, a good there's one there's that one that's a good one um, <laughs> uh, shit and and we've gotten some some decent nuggets. We've gotten some good of, stuff. I I'm sorry. Too, so yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. Uh there's a there's a thing about like with podcasting that's like the point is to ask like hard questions mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, this is a thought-provoking right. conversation. But at the same time, you can't have dead air. Right. And so it's like, hey, give me a second to think about that. It's like, all right, let me just uh, uh, just All right, time's up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay, then let's just skip to what makes you happy. Family. Mm-hmm. Sweet. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's kind of it. And it's, you know, I got one of those broad millennial definitions of family. Sure, sure. So your friends are your family and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's, yeah. Um, what advice do you have for people in general? Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a second. It'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry about the dead air on the podcast. Right. It's fine. Just be be nice to people. (laughs) Yeah. Last question. Yeah. (laughs) Cake or pie? Pie. Damn, straight up. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Here's my reasoning. Mm. Um, More textural variants. Mm-hmm. 
It's got a crust and a, a gooey part. Cake is sort of uniform, homogenous thing. Plus, mm-hmm. I'm not a big frosting guy. Mm. Plus, it's easier to put fruit in a pie. Yeah. Than in a cake. <laughs> Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you so much for having me. Plug your shit. This was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, listen to The Praise Down. It is the Christian uh, podcast that Heath Huffman, who is a genius, and I <laughs> also do. Um, it can be found wherever podcasts are sold. Mm. Follow me on Twitter at Sirius Sanchez. Um, quality content there. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, uh, come to my open mic on Sunday nights at seven o'clock at the Paseo mm-hmm. Plunge. Um, you will not be disappointed. I promise to be very mm-hmm. nice to you. Yeah. No. And everyone there is yeah. super nice. There was a tough, there was last week was kind of tough. I was working. But. Oh, <laughs> you missed a white rapper who was like 16 mm-hmm. and like real sincere. Mm-hmm not very good at it Mm. and everybody just was like just white knuckling it through there trying to be real polite yeah man (laughs) i had to (laughs) i had to go to the back where the bathrooms are uh and just silently crack up (laughs) it was it was so funny (laughs) yeah but that's the thing like that's sort of the point right like and that's why I didn't do it to his face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're all here to try stuff out. And sometimes stuff sucks. Sometimes stuff sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all here for you. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's it's great that you came out here and you have enough courage to come out here and suck. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's tough. <laughs> um, but I think, I don't know. Is there like, do you think people know Whenever they sucked. <laughs> That's because I usually do. Okay. But I have seen people who do not. Mm-hmm. There, there exist people in this world who just don't have that chip in their brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There was a, a comedian in town um, before you started doing stuff mm-hmm. who has since moved to L.A. to try to make it mm. who... Everybody, every comedian agrees is one of the most terminally unfunny people we've ever interacted with. Mm -hmm. Not just comedians, but people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, he should be studied in a lab. Sure. Um, (laughs) But he, he had the most confidence. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Um, Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good. Like. I've I've tried some different open mics. Sure. Um and I love public access Thank you. because it there's no pressure. Yeah. And that's that's one of the the better things about it that there's there's it's not about like all right, well everybody's like oh, yeah. like it everyone's there for you. It's mm-hmm. great. Go to public access. <laughs> Thank you. Um that's really nice. Yeah. I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Alex Sanchez. You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. You can download my demo, uh, Songs with Words. It is free, or you can pay however many monies for it. Um, I I guess the, the day that this is... Uh, my graduate recital has already happened, so you may be able to find a video for it. It's probably on like my website or my social media and stuff. Um, 
but I'm also playing Norman Music Fest on April 27th at 4 p.m. at Brewhouse. I have a band. It's all originals. It'll be fun. Um, and then um, I'm trying to think what other gigs I have coming up. If you're going to go to Akon <laughs> in Dallas, I perform skits with a cosplay group, <laughs> and that'll be... God, I don't remember what, what Akon is. As? Yeah. Huh? Um, so for that skit, uh, we'll be doing uh, Attack on Titan. So I, nice. I'm uh, Levi. Nice. Yeah. I'm so disappointed in Attack on Titan. Really? Well, cut. <laughs> have you? Do you know about what happens in the manga? Um, kind of. Well, l- let me finish the, the sorry. The finish outro, the podcast. We will we'll do this. this on the second <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then we'll also be be performing at Tokyo and Tulsa. So go go watch the skits. For all the things. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Solstice Cosplay on social media and also Santiago Ramones on social media. But you can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I was in my podcast with my three things they shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails, it's going to be okay, I might be wrong. Woo! Nice. How'd we do? What's our time?